Well, hey friends, welcome to Tuesday, January 10th. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. We're in Psalm 69. I love this psalm. <clears throat> I love every one of them, don't I? Um, psalm 69, and we're picking it up in verse 13. David, up to this point, has explained to God his inner condition, and he's complained to God and put out to God his outward reproach. He has been thrust out of his own hometown. He's lost all of his friends. He's the song of the drunkards. He is bearing deep reproach. He's rejected by everybody. He's gone from hero to zero, literally. Um, and so now we're going to see his response. Verse 13, and we can be instructed in this, and this is a great response. But as for me, so beginning, David says, I can't control them, and I can't control circumstances. I can bring those circumstances to God. I can ask for his view. I can complain and, and air my grief to him and know that he cares. But as for me, so David said, I'm responsible for me. I'm not responsible for what others choose to do. I'm responsible for how I choose to respond. And that's just so powerful because uh, in so many aspects of life, I think of situations in my life even recently where I just can't control the actions or the opinions or the words or the thoughts of others. Wouldn't want to if I could. Um, but I can, I can guard my own heart. I can refuse to give someone else's opinion power over me uh, or someone else's hurtfulness power over my emotions or my psyche. Um, you know, when you let someone, el someone else's opinion or someone else's injustice kind of make you the victim, you, what, all you're doing is you're extending them the power in your life that belongs only and ultimately to Jesus. He's your Lord. He says who you are. He judges you. He weighs you. He evaluates you. He has conferred upon you his righteousness and his uh, acceptance. And so in that light, when others reproach you or reject you or when following God costs you everything like it did with David, you're going to be okay because um, what you most need in life is the love of God. His love is better than life, Psalm 63 says. What you most long for in life is his loving kindness. David understood that. He was losing a lot of things, but those things were, frankly, losable. And uh, now he's experiencing their loss. They were fragile. They're flimsy. They're fickle. We tie our hearts so often to things that are losable in this life. But David knows the love of God is not losable. So he leaves town crying out to God, and he's hiding out, crying out to God. So he says, but as for me, my prayer is unto thee. Now let's think about this phrase, my prayer is unto thee. My choice of response is prayer to you. I'm not going to appeal to earthly authorities. I'm not going to seek vengeance. I'm not going to implement my own plans for retribution. Uh, I'm going to put this in your hands. I'm going to cast all my cares upon you, essentially. My prayer is unto thee, O Lord. Now look at this. In an acceptable time. So there's two ways we could take this, and I think both are appropriate. The first is, I'm praying to you in an acceptable time. This is the appropriate time to come to you. Um, for acceptable reasons, for acceptable purposes. It is acceptable in God's sight for you to approach him in these kinds of times. This is the right time to talk to God. This is the right reason to talk to God. So in an acceptable time. But then 
on the back side of this, I think the second way to take this is, Lord, in an acceptable time, and then fill in the blank. So let's read it. We'll come back. O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me. In the truth of thy salvation, deliver me out of the mire. Let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is good. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, and hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw nigh unto my soul and redeem it. Deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach and my shame and my honor. My adversaries are all before thee. Now we'll pause, but like that whole swath, that whole section, I think David's saying, when it's the right time, do these things. However you take it, however you apply it, there's no doubt about this. David has relinquished the timetable of his life and his circumstances and his situation to God. And what a, that is the big, powerful, profound takeaway from today. We want God to live on our timetables. We react instead of responding. We begin to implement human solutions rather than to look up and pray and seek God and cast our cares on him. We want vengeance and payback now instead of trusting God to write the record And that's all the wrong way. David shows us the right way to handle loss, reproach, scorn, injustice. He says, my prayer is unto you. I'm going to God. O Lord, in an acceptable time, I know you're going to hear me. And when it's the right time on your timetable, now fill in the blank. O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. So we'll pause here today. We'll come back to this. But I just want to challenge you. Put the timeline in God's hands. Trust God's timeline in your life. Don't rush it. Don't slow it down unnecessarily. Don't speed it up unnecessarily. Uh, Don't try to get God on your timeline. You rest on his. God, in an acceptable time, you fill in the blank. That's a great way to live life. Happy Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.